welcome to episode 212 of the Nerd Stravaganza Podcast, where whether or not you're AC or DC, you're doomed. <laughs> kind of struggling with this one. I'm Tom. I'm Brian. And I'm Cam. And tonight we're going to be discussing Doom over at DC, um, which I understand from a comics perspective doesn't really work as Doctor Doom is a Marvel character, but you'll understand the Doom part <laughs> once I make an abrupt segue to something else I want to talk about later. But first, let me segue over to some shameless self-promotion by reminding our listeners that they can check us out, and we absolutely would love if they ch- checked us out. I almost said chucked us out. <laughs> on iTunes, we like lots of stars, positive reviews, or negative reviews that are well-reasoned. And with that said, let's kick things off in our usual Nerd Strap Against Style with our weekly, 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 weekly update. And, um, you know, I'll go first since we're still in that habit of letting me lead off once in a while instead of sitting back and pondering as you guys give your updates. <laughs> uh, let's see, what did I do this week? Oh, I beat batman arkham origins and when i say beat i mean beat the main storyline now i want to as with all the batman games i have to decide how many collectibles i want to go back for um i kind of don't want to linger too much in that game because i want to go on and play arkham knight now which is the actual one on the xbox one and so that's cool i'm looking forward to i feel like i'm making my way through my games collection which is awesome also did some comics shopping, basically like 15 comic, like a uh, Star Wars comics behind. I don't know what happened. Like I blink and like I'm behind on collecting. Um, but finally subscribed over at Corka Comics in Hollywood, Florida. Um, Brian goes there quite often and it's not, it's a little out of the way for me because it's kind of out West, but uh, they are such a great shop and they're so friendly that uh, I really want to give my business. So I finally took the plunge and subscribed to like, I think my compa- between my companion and I, I want to say just shy of 10 books. So I am a comic subscriber and uh, let's see if I do anything else. Oh, also got the Valkyria Chronicles remastered edition for the PS4, which I don't know if any of you ever played Valkyria Chronicles. It was this awesome, like kind of anime inspired, like, uh, strategy game turn-based strategy game and uh, this is the new remastered version for the ps4 so i get to revisit that game and probably be frustrated by it and quit relatively soon (laughs) (laughs) and that's pretty much it for me a lot of video gaming and comicking and i'm sure there's something awesome i'm forgetting but uh you know you got to be me to live my life i guess what can i say (laughs) and with that said cam what about you man what you been up to Man, um, God, it's a pretty tame week. Um, I, uh, I've been working. As you can see, I have a new background. I've been working diligently on my gaming layer. The whole loft, uh, basically the second floor of my house, has been taken up now by shelving and all of my board games. This is about you know one third or maybe one quarter of of all the shelving and games. Um, and uh, I spent a, a lot of great part of the weekend um, organizing and putting that together and 
assembling a new gaming table, which I'm using right now to uh, do the podcast on. Um, setting up a new smart TV, uh, which is behind the computer. Uh, you can't see it now. Um, and just generally uh, doing manly man stuff, you know, like putting things together and, you know, sweating and using tools and, you know, all that yeah. good stuff. So that was pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, you know, what I've accomplished thus far. There's still, like I said, I'm about 80% done. So about 20% that needs to get done. But uh, definitely uh, it's been a while in the making. So I'm feeling uh, much better about that. Um, uh, just doing a bunch of trades online for, for games. I've, I've spent a little bit too much money on some stuff. Uh, I, I treated myself and I went ahead and bought um, Star Wars Queen's Gambit, mm. which is one of the grail games of for board gamers. I went ahead and picked that up, and um, just as a you know, as an aside, just to give our podcast a little bit of a highbrow, um, uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's a, it can't be we can't be that highbrow if I can't even think of what to say. But uh, a little bit of a highbrow uh, attitude. We um, I invested in a little bit of art actually this weekend. Um, I bought my first uh, Andy Warhol, um, not a painting. Um, it is a, it is a, uh, photograph, a limited edition photograph that he took a picture of and that he signed. It's actually, it's actually a diorama. I wish I had it to show you guys, but uh, maybe I'll show it next week. It's actually a diorama that he made. It's like an accordion. It's called the accordion. It's got this really cool orange, like accordion that he, he crafted himself and then, uh, overlaid it on a bunch of like digital art that he made. And then he signed it, um, uh, originally, you know, signed it or whatever. So I'm not up to the, uh, you know, the actual paintings yet, but, uh, you know, uh, it's a Warhol. So I'm pretty, uh, that was one of my bucket list life goals that I sort of ticked off. So, and, and it was just a very, uh, just funny, just random set of circumstances. It wasn't like I was like, you know, going to auction houses or galleries or anything like that with a little paddle, you know, it's just, uh, it just was a weird coincidence and, uh, I ended up taking advantage of it. And, uh, so I'm happy and, uh, no one knows where I live. So, and I got guns in a security system, so don't. <laughs> is that a uh, form fitting black sweater you're wearing cam? It is not. It is a oh. Wu Tang. Okay. All right. T-shirt. So I'm not that highbrow. Okay. <laughs> just wondering. Just wondering. You know, I was expecting that to be no, what you were wearing. So it is not the time in Sprockets when we dance. <laughs> awesome. Well, remembers old school uh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> well, definitely highbrow, Cam, and I am impressed. So. And I did some gaming at the Adventure Game Store, of course. Our amazing sponsor uh, always do that uh, every week, and that was fun. Had a lot of new people. I had like four or five new people show up, which was really cool, and showed them some games, and that was awesome. Nice. So that was my week. Awesome. Uh, We're going to be branching out into art appreciation soon, so yeah, not just gaming. <laughs> Cool. If that wraps it up for you, then, Brian, what have you been up to? What kind of art have you been collecting? Uh, I'll be getting all my art in a few weeks. Um, waiting on uh, waiting on MegaCon for that, mm. which uh, actually was a lot of my week. I, I'm just making finalized plans and getting ready. I was really, really close to uh, to cosplaying uh, for the first time this convention, but uh, I cannot figure out for the life of me how to how to get like 
a, a bear suit for me. I was going to go as uh, <laughs> Mr. Polar Bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And bear hats, no problem. Bear uh, fuzzy slippers is no problems. They have polar bear onesies, but they look like like bodysuits on me. So kind of <laughs> not entirely comfortable with that. Uh, I was thinking about just wearing white, but that feels like so half-assed. I don't want to. I don't want to do a poor job the first time. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I might just be in civvies. I was gonna say I have a I have a Chewbacca onesie, but it's brown, and I don't know that you could <laughs> could bleach super it. Super hot. It's super hot. I don't think that you like like not hot like oh sexy, but like really <laughs> really 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 warm. Um, so I don't know that you'd want to be walking around that. You, you know what you might do, Brian is um check out like Kohl's or one of those places like you know home goods type stores. They have those fleece throws. You might be able to. I have actually a black one that looks like. Uh, polar bear i mean not polar bear but it looks like bear fur if you got like a if they had a white one you can just maybe make a cloak out of it or something or make your own like sort of uh snuggy type thing i might try that i might try that i really would like to pull it off i i want to i want to do the polar bear thing yeah coals or target or one of those they all they always have those faux fur things so and you can feel good about not killing a, a real animal because it's, it's, it's fun <laughs> i i would feel pretty good about killing a polar bear if, I mean, <laughs> if you did it with your bare hands, yeah, that's quite an accomplishment. Bare hands, good one. Good one. <laughs> uh, Brian, I wish you luck in your quest. I hope you were able to pull off that cosplay. It's uh, I will be, I will be impressed. I will be impressed. Part of the problem is I, I can't get anyone else to go. I mean, especially that series. That would be great to have like a, a penguin and a llama and a mandrill and like all of these <laughs> awesome characters, but. Most of my friends are fuddy-duddies for some strange reason. (laughs) Cam, you know what we're talking about? Polar Bears Cafe? Uh, No, I actually don't. Where is that at? Uh, Well, it is is in our imagination uh, in Japan. And it is actually an anime. Sorry, an anime. Anime. uh, About uh, a polar bear who runs a cafe. And... I don't know. We just stumbled on that, like, just browsing Crunchyroll a couple years back, right, Brian? And we're like, this is awesome. I think Rick actually found that. I think Rick found like the first episode and turned us on to it. Actually, yeah, that may that may be the case and mentioned it. It's uh I've I've watched the entire series. It's it's shockingly good, Cam. It will draw you in. I will I do have Crunchyroll, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you should. It's it's actually really amazing. It is. Uh and other than that, I actually I've been taking a uh page from uh from Cam's book. I'm I'm much smaller scale, but I'm building some shelves. I'm gonna get uh a little bit more room on my desk for, for the painting and things like that. I really uh I don't know. I've just been doing the leather and doing the wood and everything like that and not painting like miniatures, so I'm gonna get back to that um, after this shelf project which is definitely not miniature. I've got a few thousand miniatures you can uh, paint for me if you like, (laughs) if you should happen to run out. Yeah, like all of these Kickstarters I have still in their like original shipping boxes. Like I have no idea what to do with them because I cannot paint. We may never play play them, but I'll paint them. Okay. All right. (laughs) Thank you. You heard it here for folks. Brian, it's committed to it. (laughs) Anyway, uh... Anything else in the way of updates, or is that pretty much it? That's pretty much it. Okay. Well, that's not pretty much it for our segments, because the next segment 
is the new stravaganza. And I know Cam is ready to weigh in with all kinds of hard-hitting, uh, interesting news. Absolutely. Um, I'm a biker. I, I love my bike. And uh, there is a company called Bike Mine, which came up with a new security system. You know, they have all these different ones where you can lock them up and this and that or whatever. This one is awesome. And I, I if I can buy it in the U.S., I will buy it. I, don't, I think it's, it was made outside of the country. But um, you'd think it'd be uh, purchased in the U.S. because of what it does. It essentially scares would-be uh, thieves by setting off like actual um, blank bullets, so it makes you, it makes you think that it's like shooting at you. It's like it, 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 the the video is hilarious. If you have a chance and you're on the web, just look up Bike Mine Security System and look at the video. It's like it's almost like someone drops like one of those like strings of, of firecrackers. You know when you prank someone and like light the firecrackers behind them. It's awesome. So I would love for that to happen if anyone ever tried to steal my bike. So I will be looking for that. Um, the guy that plays the mountain in the Game of Thrones uh, adaptation or Song of Ice and Fire adaptation, Game of Thrones on mm -hmm. HBO, uh, apparently has a like 12-inch dog. He, he has a – there's a video on the, on the internet of him running, like running with this little 12-inch little little – fluffy dog i'm sorry I, I absolutely hilarious i definitely misheard that initially i'm like oh well it seems to be in proportion and then oh yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that yeah it's a he has a a tiny pomeranian <laughs> that is adorable and he runs around on the countryside with it like tee like just the video is hilarious <laughs> I, I mean i i gotta think he probably did that for publicity but who knows maybe he just likes small dogs the Wolverine franchise is going to be wrapping up with uh, Hugh Jackman after the next movie. He said he's done, basically, uh, being Wolverine. Brian Singer, uh, the uh, basically the guy behind the, the creative team for uh, X-Men. Uh, X, well, not X-Men, but the, the Wolverine franchise and character, uh, has come out and said that they the, he's hinted that... Uh, that uh, the new Wolverine will be a clone of the old Wolverine and will be a female. So you will have a lady Wolverine in the future movies after the next one with Hugh Jackman. Uh, doesn't Wolverine like have a daughter? Like, That's actually his clone, X-23. Yeah. Is that yeah. her? Okay, all right. Yeah. She has like two claws instead of three on each hand or something like that? Is that yeah, her? exactly. It's like just one. There's no one in the middle, basically. Okay, all right. Um... Oh, that's cool. So, which I, I never understood that. I mean, it's like, I mean, I know, and I know there's a story to it, but it's like, so it's a female. So she has one less claw than Wolverine. Well, it's the <laughs> chromosomal difference. Or something. <laughs> it's a phallic difference. Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, there's a company in China called Huey. And I think I'm probably butchering that. It's H U A W E I. And they are, basically putting together a service that allows you to Skype um, with your dead grandparents. Oh, what? Yeah. So they want to, they're, they're basically saying that in the future, they're going to trans, they're going to, I mean, this, they're basically a, a consciousness company. They're, they're trying to put consciousness into the, you know, into the, into the web. 
And so they're thinking that by 2035, they'll be able to download consciousness. And uh, it's called transhuman, which is their uh, their uh, hmm. philosophical school of thought and their, and their technology. They want to uh, upload us into the mainframe, man. I like that, but I don't want some shadow of me persisting as some creepy online, like, entity, <laughs> like... You don't want to be the ghost in the shell? Come on. No, man, I mean, awesome. I, I, you know, just the fact that they, they basically have this approximation of me that behaved kind of as I did doesn't mean it has consciousness or that I'm actually still living. So, right. I don't know, talking to some, like, simulacrum of a <laughs> deceased relative just strikes me <laughs> as rather creepy. I mean, after, like, a few... I bet after a few generations, it's, it's just going to be like nothing. You know, it's going to be like cell phone. I guess. I mean, I already find the Skype lady who dials you back to test your connection a little a little creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm sure AI and the robots will kill us long before then. Anyway. 20 years from now, like, do you really want your deceased loved one? How's Modern Family? Whatever happened with that <laughs> character? Like, uh... Oh, man. Well, speaking of creepy online things, um, BBC, much to all of the Whovian chagrin uh, about a year ago, maybe a little bit less, uh, took Doctor Who off of Netflix. Uh, Well, yeah, the BBC took it off Netflix. uh, And now they've launched their own, or they are going to, in the very near future, launch their own subscription service called Britflix. Oh. Not very very original with the name, but uh, hey. Uh, if you want your Doctor Who fix, uh, you can subscribe to Britflix. It appears everyone is jumping on the uh, subscription service bandwagon these days. Really? Uh, yeah. So you have to subscribe to that for Doctor Who. If you want to watch Star Trek, you have to subscribe to the like CBS. CBS. Yeah. Oh, man. It's an interesting way of getting uh, a, a customizable cable package, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but like everything you buy is like, Eight, eight or nine or ten dollars a month so it adds up like quickly yeah once you have you know ten of them it's you might as well just get cable yep um and the finally um it appears that a tetris movie not only exists but it has an 80 million dollar budget mm. and they are planning it to be a trilogy Ooh. i don't know how they're gonna make one let alone three movies out of tetris but uh, they made Battleship kind of work. I like yeah, that, that movie. That was one movie, and it had Rihanna, which was poor choice. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's I feel like it's just going to be like nine hours of do 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 do. Like I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll have see. to see how uh, how things stack up. Yes. Um, no. And, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Stack up, yes. Uh, and finally, and this one was for you, Brian. Um, and uh, it, it's, I guess we got our first look at the droid that Alan Tyduck is going to be playing in Rogue One. Uh, did you see that? Uh, did Did you see any of those? I don't. I, I don't think I saw that. Yeah. Uh, they leaked the. Uh, I saw the, the ships the, and things. I didn't see a droid. Yeah, um, it leaked. Let me see. Uh, it's a shadowy figure. Um, well, before it was just a shadowy figure behind Felicity Jones in the first Rogue One trailer. Um, now the newest droid is out on the internet, and it's uh, looks pretty badass. 
Um, we'll, we'll check that it, out. We'll link, it to, we'll link it to the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I've been trying to stay away from spoilers, but that one kind of hit me because it looks pretty cool. And uh, hopefully that doesn't doom anyone's uh, pleasure of uh, waiting to see the Rogue One movie without any spoilers. And uh, with that heavy-handed segue, I'll toss it back over to you, Tom. All right. I don't know if that segue was necessarily heavy-handed. I thought he was uh, showed an adroit touch, I guess, if that's proper English. <laughs> but regardless, segue complete, and we are back onto the main thread of conversation, which I guess I should get to. News broke uh, as of the recording of the show that there's a big shakeup over at DC. Um, apparently the world has not come around to my minority viewpoint and yours as well, Cam, that the Batman Superman movie was just fine. And, uh, so heads are rolling or reorganization is happening or something's happening over at, uh, is it DC studios or DC films? DC films. Okay. DC films. And, uh, Brian, I think you were the one who sort of brought this to our attention. Is it, do I have more or less the uh, gist of it or is there anything more to sort of discuss regarding what exactly is going on uh no that's the gist of it apparently it raised i mean whether you liked it or not it still made 800 million dollars didn't it but that that is apparently still a steaming flop in their opinion yeah they say they i mean look they said that the movie will be profitable and it'll probably hit a billion but they're saying that like you know it's been months and the, and it still hasn't hit a billion whereas uh civil war hit a billion in like two months i mean two weeks so it's not how much money they're going to make it's not if they're going to be profitable it's how profitable they're going to be and um i think really it's just envy of of seeing how well oiled the marvel machine is um and how hit or miss and i think that's kind of being uh you know generous kind yeah that, that's kind of being kind uh the dc movies have been so and they're really banking hard on this suicide squad trilogy so if that flops they're in big trouble yeah but it's almost think, too late for that isn't it yeah that's why I, th I think they're really were i mean well they've got already gone back and co like reshot a bunch of sequences and a bunch of, of cinematography for the uh for, for that movie so i think they probably were shitting their pants and uh we'll see what they came came up with Again, flop is, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I assume that they have certain projections and their investors are counting on them hitting those projections, right? So even though they made a lot of money, they didn't make what they thought they were going to make. Is it? Do you think it's that kind of a thing, Cam? Or Yeah, I think they, like I said, they're, they'll be profitable, but they're not as profitable as they want to be. Okay. And, you know, when they go to investors and they say, hey, look, we, we've got these movies to pitch to you, you know, they want to be able to show them. I mean, it's greed, but it's also future interest because when you go to someone and you know someone who has money to invest in a, in a movie and if you're someone from marvel and you're you're saying hey we, you know we want your money um look we made a billion dollars with civil war in two weeks um that person's going to give their money to, to marvel way before they give it to dc who hasn't even hit a billion in you know in in whatever it is two or three months yeah okay so it's 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 basically it's it's that it's it's future future potential for investment produ production and uh 
basically faith in the brand essentially sure sure and probably the terms are more favorable if you've got a proven winner yeah okay so yeah i don't think um i don't know i i all things considered i don't know what impact the internet has but people am i wrong in my perception that people were determined to hate that movie like from the first trailer like they were just like this is not the superman i like even before the trailer like they heard ben affleck and they were like no fuck that guy exactly exactly i got an argument with lester over the weekend he cannot forgive ben affleck for daredevil but <laughs> what the fuck? But that was so long. I don't even remember that. Forgiving forgiving Ryan Reynolds for fucking Deadpool is is no the first Deadpool, of course, not yeah. everybody just forgot about that. Oh yeah, he was in that. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest, Green Lantern too was was pretty stinky. I mean, I remember Daredevil sucking, but I remember it being like horrendously bad. I just remember it being kind of suck like well, that was a little disappointing. That was like that. That was when that first gen of comics movies was kind of just like, oh my god, it's like one mess after another. It was pretty bad. I mean, Co- and, you know, Colin Farrell even on top oh, of god. that made it, made it even worse. It was just it was it was a it was pretty stinky. Um, and, and like I said, Green Lantern, uh, you know, how, how can you forget that flop too? So, if you're talking Ryan Reynolds, you know, I like Green Lantern. <laughs> Oh, oh, it was fine. Oh, I, I don't. Cool. I, I just. I, I guess I don't understand what. What people don't like. I was entertained. He like you know was fighting people with his lantern powers. He was and... with his lantern powered minigun. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he make like a water slide too, like at a party or something? But he can make all zany, all kinds of zany <laughs> stuff. That's not unprecedented. I like he, you know, he if he wanted, he could turn it into a big hamburger helper glove and swat somebody with it. Yeah. literally powered by his imagination and he comes up with a big gun what? <laughs> that's break, how man. creative he is <laughs> i wanted to see didn't uh what's his face sinestro or whatever was was birthed at the end right like got the yellow ring or something like that yeah kind of wanted to see where that was gonna go but they uh they borked it up so that's the end of that uh, i wonder if they'll bring that character back in dc though at all they should they should in the he's really big they kind of have to he's not in just he's not in the justice league is he i can't remember sometimes i think Uh, yeah i mean they should at least you know in in the team up movies they should at least have him yeah and they could i mean there's other people that can play the i mean the character could be depicted a few ways It's, it's a title not necessarily a person so um i hope they bring that character back and it's good but yeah i don't know like i I guess because I'm not sitting in the investor meetings, I don't have a perception that DC's like on the ropes and dying. The the like the nerd herd of which I'm a member would have it that DC they're they're ready to close up the studio and that's it. They just can't hang with Marvel. It's that criticism reeks of Marvel fanboyism in my opinion, and I can't like not read that into all the comments I read online and so on. I agree. I I think it's eighty percent of that, but. DC isn't helping themselves with some of the movies that they made either, though. I, I'll take it a little bit further than fanboyism. I, I think, especially on the internet, people love to watch others fail. And this whole... It made $800 million. That's not a bad movie. Like, a lot of movies would be thrilled with those numbers. Mm-hmm. God, it's it's just difficult for me 
to accept that unless you're number one, you're dog shit. Yeah, it's... I mean, I agree. And I'll, I'll say it like for the 15th time, I thought Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice was better than Civil War, but you would think Civil War was like fucking best thing since Avengers. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And I, I liked it better than Civil War, but I don't know. I, I feel like people are liking it just to like it. Um, I mean, there were definitely parts during that movie where I was like, man, I could, I could take a snooze right now. But like, I mean, I, I liked it. I, I liked this. I thought it was clever storytelling, but again, it's sort of like what we've talked about in the last few Marvel movies. They're, they're, they're putting so much into the movie, which is good, I guess, for your dollar. I mean, we, you know, we're the first to pan these movies that break, you know, things into two, three different movies, but it's just, it's expecting a lot. And I'm, I'm someone who like grew up reading the comics and knows the story arc. And, and it's like, almost it's a lot for me. So if you're just a casual fan, I mean, like I said, my girlfriend who would be the quintessential or my companion, the quintessential casual fan. I mean, she fell asleep. So I, I, I don't know. And she loved Donna justice. I mean, we, we watched it together and she, she, she thought it was great. Okay. Considering that, and, and, you know, I think the flash in the pan, like 800 million in one weekend and then no, no more box office attendance for DC was the casuals, like all the people who want to go see a movie on opening weekend went and saw it. And then all the like, I don't like DC people just never went and saw it. So they got like all the like, let's go see the latest movie of the week. People like me <laughs> to go check it out the opening weekend. And then it fell off as the nerds didn't show up in great numbers. Mm. Given that failure, and I'm putting that in air quotes, as Brian has pointed out, that it's not exactly a box office slouch. What do you think they're doing? Like right now, they're cutting people and firing people and doing whatever sort of reorganization. Well, no, let me not even speculate. What do you guys think the shakeup at DC Films actually is? And what what do you think their goals are? Well, I think, again, like I said before, I think their problem... And, and it seems the reorganization that I've read about, read about them doing is that they want a singular vision. They seem very disjointed. Whereas like the Marvel universe, like, I mean, they're, they release, uh, it's like an event when they release their like upcoming movies, you know what I mean? Way out to like 2020, you know, they, they know exactly what they want to do. It's, it's, it seems just when you just think about Marvel studios you don't even, I don't know. I feel like even if you don't know much about them, you feel like they have a plan. You feel like everything is together. The Easter eggs were brilliant that like sort of lead to each other movie. And I feel like they, whoever's running it knows exactly what they're doing in terms of putting everything together, getting people excited for new characters, you know, first putting them into a sort of a, you know, almost the buddy cop sort of thing, like putting them all together in a team and then spinning them out, spinning them out into their own movies I mean, it just seems like they are, it just seems like there's much more competency coming out of their camp. And I think that the move that DC is making is to gain that competency, which I'm not saying the people that were running it before were incompetent, but I think that maybe they lacked the vision that Marvel had. And then I'd say partially for that, but I think even more importantly to try to, portray that competency to the public that look okay we've we've you know we, we've circled the wagons we know what we're doing now we're, we're we're basically doing what marvel's doing and 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 you know 
come see our movies in the future because you know we, we've got it right now we have the formula dc's been in a pretty a rotten position for for a while because i think they've been doing a lot of reacting to marvel hmm. holy shit people want tie-in movies okay let's do that right but it takes like what three four years once you have that idea to get to it so i think they're just now kind of doing what marvel did i mean three four years ago with with avengers and marvel's kind of matured the audience and now it's almost expected now marvel's doing it disney's doing it uh which is the same thing sure but you know all the star wars spinoffs and everything and uh, I don't know. I, ju- I just think they need to stop reacting and, and do their own thing. And hopefully this is it. Hopefully like one man's vision and, and not necessarily just doing like w- what tests well. Yeah, that's what see the reshooting for uh, Suicide Squad. And, and now this reorganization we're hearing about. Yeah, I, I hope you I'm with you guys. I hope this isn't them like. Do what the Marvel guys are doing and do it now. I'll, I'll say even more than that. I really hope they're just not trying to make Suicide Squad like rated R. <laughs> well, what I've been reading is that they they're trying to lighten. They are they're well, They're not trying to go darker. They're trying to lighten things up because I mean, why Marvel is the Marvel movies are, are, are I think part of why they're very successful, especially with just the casuals is that they're lighthearted and they're, they're fun. They're fun. You know what I mean? Even the, yeah, they're, they're just fun movies. You go and you have a good experience. Even if you don't give a shit about the Avengers or whoever it is that's on the screen or Thor or whatever, you laugh and you know, you, you, they're, they're likable characters. Whereas in DC it's, it's, they're very gritty and it's grimy and Ben Affleck and uh, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's a, a much darker and grittier approach that they've taken. And everything I've read so far about this whole shakeup is, that they they want to lighten it up, and and Tom, just mm. to go back to what you were saying, Iron Man came out in two thousand seven, yeah, or two thousand eight, maybe. I, I I don't remember when it came out. Um, uh, let me look it up right now. Uh, yeah, Iron Man came out in two. Yeah, I think two thousand eight. So, and that's really when they started. Like, you know, all that, uh, or, or and you got to figure that movie probably was two, three years in production. Hmm. So we're in 2016. So you're, you're talking at least 10 years that they've been plotting and planning and putting this all together. So if DC wants to catch up, they've got a long road ahead. I guess I, I just, you know, I'll, I'll restate it. I hope catch up isn't like become Marvel because I mean, I think back to the original 1989 batman movie and i know that's not the first batman appearance on the screen but for me that was the first batman that was the first batman i mean to be honest there was the old television show and there were the comics but that's what i remember from being a kid on the screen you're talking michael keaton michael keaton and i don't remember that being a laugh a minute like (laughs) it wasn't funny and for the time it was kind of dark yeah so i don't and the, but the characters have personalities, but I don't remember there being like campy jokes and like, like when when those got bad is when they tried to introduce the campiness with Batman and Robin and all that. Like, I know the sequels were considerably worse, but I do remember people being disappointed in that Batman movie. 
it it failed to meet expectations too didn't really God. I love that. I love that. When I was a kid, I loved that movie. That that, that was such. A That's movie. actually but why yeah. I remember it not not being as as received as it was expected to be because I went to see it was one of the first movies like I actually went to see on opening night. Stood in line for like two hours to get into it. Loved the experience. Blown away as like you know a twelve year old or whatever. Just blown away, and people were like, mm, "It was all right. I don't think it was all that great." Wow, I don't. My perception of it, like, I remember the, the morning shows were talking about it. They had guests on. It was all over the news. Prince was doing videos, you know, based on, on MTV. Like, it was, I perceive that as being a tremendous hit, but maybe, yeah, my, that might have been just my childhood perception, Brian. I'm sorry yours got ruined by naysayers. And I saw that movie five times in the theater. <laughs> five I saw it twice. Like re-seeing a movie wasn't happening, but I was raving about it for days after. So my dad let me go again, again with my friends to see it. It was the, I love that movie, man. Now it looks a little like it's on a on a set, <laughs> like it's sparse. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, technology. But like it's still, I mean, it's at the time you I, you were blown away, especially by Nicholson. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was a fantastic character. Um, but. Well, okay, so let's talk a little more DC. What, regardless of how you feel about him, the like Christian Bale Batman series was successful, right? Yeah, I mean, I I, I was over hit over that by the end. I was hoping hoping for them to go in another direction. But see, people forget those were successful by any measure, and I think those were going head to head with Marvel, and people were loving them. I'll tell you what, the two was the only one I liked. Really. Yeah, I, I I don't know, man. There was just something about all the like Razal Ghoul stuff, and I I could not get into one. I mean, I don't hate it, but it didn't blow me away. Uh, Heath Ledger stole two. I'm not sure I would have liked mm. it without him or uh, what's her name, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, you you liked Maggie Gyllenhaal? Oh, dude, like weird, like fetishy. Oh my oh, god. Oh, god. I, would, I would kick her down a well. I can't stand her. I'll watch anything with her. <laughs> I can't stand her. Oh man, I like Jake, but Maggie. Oh, <laughs> I, I that that is an interesting. <laughs> that, that's a, that's just an interesting dividing point to me is love or <laughs> hatred for for the actress. Oh man, no, you just you just like who you like or you hate who you hate. You know, just yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I. I actually liked the third one even like I was ready. I was glad the series was over after that, but other than Bane not being like Mexican and stuff like, uh, or a luchador, I thought it was all right. Okay. So wait a minute. Uh, Somebody punched him and he broke his back. So somebody punched him again and it fixed it. (laughs) Well, wait, no, he, he rehabbed himself in that pit so he could survive or whatever. Like you're talking about. Yeah. Look, all I had to go on for Bane on the big screen was Bane from like Batman Four with the Bane juice and Uma Thurman, and <laughs> yeah. so. Which, by the way, that the very colorful Batman that everybody hates that had poison ivy and uh, Mr. Freeze, uh, Mr. Arnold. Freeze. <laughs> I actually didn't. I actually didn't like. Didn't hate that movie. Um, the third one with the uh, Riddler and um, who was the other villain? Two Face, Tommy Lee Jones, and. Uh, Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey. The, the, uh, the, the, that that one, that one sucked. That was unbelievably <laughs> bad. But the fourth one, 
cheesy as it was, I liked it. If I had to rank those, I might go one, four, two, three. Two was with Danny DeVito as the Penguin and Catwoman. I liked Danny DeVito as Cobblepot. I thought that was a yeah, I thought it was fine. Anyway, my point being, I, I think DC has succeeded in the past on their terms, and I hope they don't lighten things so much that it becomes Marvel-esque. But, I, but you know, at the end of the day, they are appealing to audiences, and, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do, I guess. Very true. Which brings me abruptly to another topic, and... Uh, as the title of this episode is DC Doom. <laughs> and Doomsday was a character I thought prematurely used and disposed of in the Batman v Superman film. Spoiler, Brian, I know you haven't seen it. I've heard all about it. Good, then, we, then you will not mind me segueing away from it immediately <laughs> and seizing on the word Doom to shake things up here at the Nerd Stravaganza because if DC is going to react by like shaking things up when I feel they don't need to. There's no reason we shouldn't. And that is the only way I can think to shoehorn this in. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you guys about this. And so I'm going to, I actually, we don't have to play it together. I just want us to all experience it around the same time so we can compare notes. I want us to play the new doom game that came out. And I say this because I haven't played doom since doom so i haven't played two or three um so this is like the first doom since doom and my experience with the original doom was on the original playstation which means instead of a soundtrack it had creepy baby noises and moaning and ambient like sounds it was very the game was disturbing it was horrifying mm -hmm. actually and uh more so with that soundtrack i feel but I would like to return to Doom um, and play that as we ignore the Doom of DC films. So I, I have something to distract me. So what do you guys think? You could choose the console. I'm assuming we're all going to be playing on console, I assume. And uh, I'd like to play it and see what you guys think. Maybe do a little, if not an episode on it, a little uh, discussion of it during an, an upcoming episode. I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, uh, we were talking before the show. A buddy of mine got it like right when it came out, and he, and he said it was really good. He liked it, so why not? Cool. What do you what, what do you think, Brian? I, I, I sense you're the least on board with this idea. I'm not, I'm not excited about it or anything. It's just not a series I ever played or liked or anything, but I mean, I would not play it. Okay. All right. Good. Good. I, we have... As for the three of us coordinating something, we'll, uh, we'll see. Well, you know... <laughs> play it within the next month let's say so we can discuss um it'd be cool to have some updates on what we thought of it i've heard really good things about it and uh i don't know i i just think it would be cool and uh kind of cool to see an old franchise come back and succeed in my opinion and uh, you can have a land land party yeah man four player <laughs> multiplayer <laughs> no I, i'm speaking of bad movies that movie was horrible Doom? Oh my god. Doom with the, with the rock? The rock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember the name of the movie now. Damn it. Have you guys seen the new ad with the uh, Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson? Yes, for that new movie called uh something. Yes, yes. 
Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson? I can't believe I haven't... Dude, I swear to God, they're working on, like, some action hero movie. And the tagline is, you need a little heart and oh, a big my. Johnson. Yes. Oh yes. Special <laughs> intelligence? Is that it? Yes. Wow. I mean, I'm just looking at, like, the, the, the freeze frame picture of the trailer, and it looks terrible. <laughs> it's, like, it's like The Rock like this, and then, like, Kevin Hart, like, in front of him like this, like, in a basket or something i don't know i dwayne the rock johnson gives me hope that as i get older i will become larger and more muscular um that defies biology in most cases but somehow he's managed to do it um i actually like really like dwayne the rock johnson like he's i met him once just randomly through a friend and he's an awesome guy he was like so super cool but uh like i don't know him or whatever but i just i met him once and he was super cool to me took time to you know whatever but like uh i don't know then again he i mean didn't he do that um wasn't there a movie where he was like in like a fairy tale like like a fairy the tooth fairy wasn't it wasn't he was he the tooth fairy like he was in like full-on spandex or was that or was that vin diesel Wait, I thought I think that was him. No, Vin Diesel did one recently where he was like a medieval warrior or something, like the Witch Hunter or something. Yeah, the the Witcher. Yeah, no, no, no. Vin Diesel did the Pacifier, I believe, where he was like a he was a babysitter. babysitter yeah, but he was like a Navy yeah. SEAL and then like had to be a babysitter or something. Yeah, but he also did the Witch, the last Witch Hunter. He did that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no qualification. I was just like, there's. Oh, he, you're he, just saying. He, he gives me hope that as I get older, I could get in better shape, not worse. So. <laughs> That, that was it. <laughs> well, hey, man. I mean, you know, there, there's, there's, there's a shot for that. I think we, you know, yes. you and me both. We could go down to the uh, male enhancement clinic, and I think we could probably. I'm thinking probably about it. If we wanted to. I'm thinking about getting, <laughs> think about getting enhanced. I think. Uh, why not? Like, especially after you watch Captain America, like he got enhanced, and look at him, he got jacked. Yeah. Which, by the yeah. way, if I could bring up the one scene from that like the total like service to the ladies when he's did we talk about this during the episode last week where captain america has to grab a helicopter yeah, yeah he's trying to he's keep the helicopter from ex, yeah from from escaping and so he he's got a grip like he's got an overhand grip on this wall and then another hand on the elevator and then of course he figures he'd get more leverage if he flipped his hand around and did like an arm curl so his like bulging biceps are like he's like flexing yeah, he's like curling the freaking helicopter back to the building. Yeah, yeah hilarious. Yeah, uh, my my companion has mentioned that scene uh, more times than I'm comfortable with at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's her screensaver now on her phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a, a gif of him flexing. <laughs> no, that's yeah. Well, I mean, look, he's he's, he's a good looking man. I you can't yeah can't no. get around that. That's you don't. He's Captain America. You don't want an ugly Captain America. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you, oh, did you guys see, speaking of, did you see the picture, the meme going around where the kid who plays, uh, Bucky Buchanan, they have his picture right next to like his picture, like just in a normal sort of like whatever, like outside of the movies, um, next to, uh, Mark Hamill. Uh, oh Mark yeah. Hamill. He, yeah. They look like exactly, I don't know how much of that is like touched up with like Photoshop or whatever, but if it's just a true picture, picture by picture, they look like exactly the same. Oh shit! Now the the EU fans are gonna be mad. Like we see, they could have just continued the story the day after they had an actor that looked like Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they'll probably do a standalone Luke Skywalker movie, right? 
Nah. <laughs> no. You're getting away from Dang. the Skywalkers. Well, I mean, he's probably going to die. Oh, don't say that. Although he probably is. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I guess they, Han's going to be in the one of the spinoffs, right? I mean, they don't yeah. have to do it. They don't have to do it in sequence, right? Yeah, so they could do. I mean, I, I don't know if I want to see a solo. Well, a solo. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see a solo Luke Skywalker <laughs> movie. Um, I don't even know if I want to see a Han movie now, knowing what be, what befalls him. Um, he gets killed by his Ebo son, but. Uh. Well, I mean, I, I, I want to see it if they're going to fill in a lot of the good backstory with Kylo. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I mean, and I mean, I want to know what the hell Luke's been doing like for the last 30 years or whatever. I think it's like young Han Solo though, isn't it? Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's supposed to be in the past. So, um, oh, prequel type stuff. yeah, maybe, well, I guess it would be after the, wait, hold on. Let me, let me, let me read no, this. before after... any of the movie. Well, before any of the movies he was in. Yeah. So after the prequels and before the original trilogy, when he would, be what like a young smuggler or something like that yeah that'd be that that's pretty cool yeah it should should be should be good should be good it's not going to be any uh batman v superman dawn of justice but uh, (laughs) do you have any you guys have any idea what the next so suicide squad is next and then are they going to do individual character movies before justice league or do you guys well they've announced a um harley quinn movie so we'll be seeing that soon okay it should be they're probably going to rush that one out too are they going to use the same the same woman? Do you know? Think so. Oh, the she's one... good. I, I don't mind her. She's good. She looks cool in the photos I've seen. So. Yeah. But Will Smith, I mean, the, I mean, I, I believe they're they're wanting to do three Suicide Squad movies, like just actual Suicide Squad before even Justice League. Not before, but like in conjunction with Justice League as well. So and. I mean, I don't know if Will Smith is is tied to all three of them, but I mean, is there any reason they wouldn't? The Suicide Squad is all like basically the CIA or the FBI or whatever approach these criminals, and they were like, "Look, do these missions or or else, like you're done." Yeah, they're all in jail basically, so right. they're like, "Well, you can either do these like super high risk missions or just rot in jail for the rest of your life." Yeah, I don't think those. So I'm assuming it's the same universe as the uh, mainline DC movies. They're not doing like split universes, are they? No, I don't think so. Okay. What's funny though is, and you, you you know, I just thought of this. What's funny is that like, as well as Marvel has done in the movie universe and DC has done poor, like, you know, not, not poorly, but like, it's exactly the opposite in the TV, the TV realm. Their TV shows are freaking amazing. Yep. And Marvel's have been crap. Like I, 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 agents of shield. I couldn't watch. Like, I mean, all pretty much all of them. I couldn't watch. You would think that DC would capitalize on their, television universe but they're totally separate the tv stuff and the movies are totally separate flash arrow gotham love it love all of that i I mean yeah i've loved every single dc offering basically the only the only marvel series that i find palatable is is daredevil it was okay i still haven't watched it i I, I didn't mind I, i didn't mind daredevil but like yeah. Jessica Jessica Jones is Marvel too, right? I think so. Marvel yeah. sucks. I don't watch Marvel. I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Marvel's fine. Yeah. Marvel's fine. Uh, but yeah, the um, yeah, it's it's funny how they they can do so well. Both of them can do so well in one, but then fall yeah. down in the other. And and it's funny that they're like polar opposites in in, in each. I think you'll see DC improve. I, I, I they're gonna find their 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 footing. They're not gonna continue to disappoint and fail with 800 million dollar showings at the box office i suspect yeah. so 
and by the way, that movie only like their that budget was three three hundred million for that movie. Oh, okay. So they still made five hundred million. Oh, you gotta take the advertising out. And... Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, still. Okay, so take a hundred million out for advertising. So they still made four hundred million. They still made a hundred percent profit. Yeah, I, I'm sure that they're gonna be able to keep the lights on at their movie studio for a little while. I'm <laughs> something tells me. But uh, anyway, so I, I I'm glad we discussed this. Uh, the shakeup is we're assuming going to be a lightning. Uh a lightening up of things and, and some move towards doing what Marvel's doing. Right. I hope not too much of one. Um, that's my opinion. I hope you, I do. You, are you guys have more or less the same mindset? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I, I mean, I think that I think something needs to change, but I agree with Brian. I hope they're not just rushing to try to be Marvel. You put know, put in they, some zany jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Recast, uh, who was, who was, um, Deadpool a takeoff on? Um, I think Deadpool was the par the general parody, and then Deathstroke was his parody. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I hope that, uh, I hope they don't feel the need to, to inject their own, like, lighthearted goof character to, to fight back, so... Wait, I thought wasn't Deathstroke uh, like Wade? What's his face? The guy from Arrow, Slade Wilson. Slade yeah, Wilson. Slade. Slade Wilson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Wade. That character was awesome. I thought. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I just kicked his ass in Batman the other day. <laughs> uh, but I, I will say I'm excited about hopefully finally getting a good Spider-Man movie. Yeah, the kid they got to play Spider-Man was good. Was awesome. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that kid. I mean, that was like. A br like I, I, and I wasn't even expecting it. You know what I mean? I think that's what was so good about it too. Was that like you were so focused on, all right, so Civil War, whatever, and you know all the the Avenger characters or whatever, and then here comes Spidey, and it's, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was well done. But go Marvel. <laughs> but we're not talking about Marvel. We know they're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Suicide Squad, give us something good. Yeah, yeah. When's that coming out? Uh, I'm not sure actually. But, I mean, I really hope to... Uh, speaking of Gyllenhaal, I really hope he does well with... with uh, I mean, it's a tough act to follow with the Joker. But, yeah. uh I mean, I liked What's-His-Name's Joker, but I don't think like that defines the character for all time or anything. You'll, you'll, you'll hear a lot of complaints no matter what. Jesus Christ, they changed, like, the face of Bat... The chin of Batman, and people shit themselves. Uh, August 5th is uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, also, awesome. that gives us plenty of time to play Doom in the yeah. meantime. <laughs> Which is what I was trying to do, get my way back over to that one last time. <laughs> so with that said, with Doom on the horizon for us and Doom not on the horizon for DC Films, in spite of the fact that they wasted a Doomsday a little early, in my opinion, I hope, I hope he's back reincarnated at some point. Um... Anything else, or you think we've? Oh, and I'm an idiot. Not, not Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Jared Leto. Is yeah, uh, yeah, Leto. Leto. I said I, because I. They're, they're interchangeable I, to me anyway. They kind of are. They kind of are. Yeah. Um, you sure, it's not his no, sister you hate. No, I definitely hate Maggie <laughs> Gyllenhaal. <I know> his... <laughs> the only movie I could tolerate her in was that that movie with with Will Ferrell, where he was like the tax guy, and he was like hearing uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only movie I could tolerate. I don't think I could pick. I don't think I could pick her out of a lineup. Actually, I'm bad with actors and actresses. Oh God, horse face, terrible actress. That's all you gotta know. <laughs> all right.
right. I'll remember that. <laughs> Not that I'm the freaking prom king, but hey, I mean. <laughs> you have more of a llama face. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Problem. Are, are regal animals. <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else? You're ready to uh, spell out the doom of tonight's episode. I think. Yeah, I think we're good. Yes. All right. This episode's doomed. Anyway. <laughs> I'll remind our listeners that uh, they can first person shoot their way into Nerdstravaganza fun every week and not be doomed to mediocre podcasts by subscribing to us on iTunes, checking us out on Stitcher, or subscribing to us in Google Play Music. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Nerdstravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Uh, hop on your horse that looks surprisingly like Maggie Gyllenhaal and head on over to our new website, nerdstravaganza.com. It's been uh, revamped for your viewing pleasure. Uh, put on your football cleats and step on Maggie Gyllenhaal's face as you head on over to YouTube and check out all of our video content. And uh, send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and tell us how much you hate Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> And with the, all that said, Brian, please do something that will ensure that Maggie Gyllenhaal will not rule out coming onto our show. More Maggie <laughs> for me, Cam. That's fine. <laughs> See you next week, Maggie. Thanks for coming on. Fuck you, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what did she ever do to you? <laughs> Nothing, I just can't stand her. <laughs>